Hi everyone and welcome to MindFit Moments with me, MC. In today's pep talk, we're going to explore that feeling of frustration that crops up so often in our daily lives and I will share four steps on how to work through it instead of reacting impulsively. Now I'm sure this is something you can all relate to maybe when you notice your partner stacking the dishwasher wrong and you feel yourself snap. Or maybe it's when a family member offers some advice that you didn't ask for and you really want to scream. Or what about at work? We all have that colleague who just seems to know how to push our buttons. Or perhaps you are around people that are really reactive all the time. So this podcast may help you understand them on another level. I don't know about you, but I can nearly feel my blood pressure rising when I'm listing some of those examples out. You know, it's funny that even though I'm not experiencing any of those things in real life right now, my body can still react as if these scenarios are real. And this is something I will explore in more depth in another episode. But this idea that our body keeps the score. When people think of mindset, they often focus on changing thought patterns and beliefs, which is central to it. But for me, it's also about connecting the wisdom of your body and the feedback it's giving you as you move through different emotions, including frustration. However, for a lot of us, our default mode when we're frustrated or stressed is to get go into the defense and often our response is quite reactive. We snap at someone or we say something passive aggressive or maybe our body language gives us away. And sometimes we might say nothing and just swallow it. And then a few minutes later, that person does something else, and then, pow, your frustration is back. These little moments of frustration have a nasty way of kind of building up in the shadows. So there are a couple of questions I want to explore today. The first one is, where is this frustration coming from? So let's get this straight. Experiencing frustration or anger towards the people we love or the people in our daily lives is normal. These feelings often appear because some of our needs aren't being met or maybe we're wishing we could experience a situation a different way and we feel a bit disgruntled because on some level we know something is up but we'll have ignored our inner voice long before we snap. So instead of tuning into our inner voice we give all our attention to the chatter. Now when I talk about the chatter I mean That voice that goes 100 miles a minute in your mind, making up all the crazy stories and reasons. And sometimes they will even justify your reactive behavior. How often have you snapped and then thought, well, you know, they nearly deserved it. They don't know how tired I am, how hard I'm working. Do they not know how much I've on my plate? Why wouldn't they just do yada, yada, yada? Then I'd be a much nicer person. Sound familiar? (laughs) We often like spit out a reaction externally at people around us without checking in with ourselves internally first. So the challenge really is to sit with the feeling and ask, what do I really need right now? Because let's get one thing straight here. The feeling of frustration is 100% real. But the story we attach to that frustration isn't always true. So why do we instinctively react like this with these stories in our mind when we're frustrated? Well, our mind is made up of lots of different parts, but simply put, we can see it as two parts, our conscious mind and our subconscious mind. We actually live most of our life from our subconscious mind. 
And this is where we store all our built-in and embedded beliefs and values about life, family, love, relationships, career, money, you name it. Now, most of these ideas we never questioned. We simply inherited them from our parents, our family and our community as children. And if you think about it, it's pretty crazy to think that most of your values about life and relationships and your career and money and everything, they were decided for you simply because of your environment. So if we come back to frustration and how we handle it, it's very rare that we've actually consciously created habits for processing emotions. I know I definitely didn't. We just did what we saw everyone else doing. But the great thing is we actually can change these automatic reactions. They're not set in concrete. But we have to do it consciously first and form this new habit. And it might seem a bit uncomfortable at first, but eventually your new behaviour will replace the old behaviour. And this is why I'm such a firm believer in working on your mindset. I like to compare your mindset to a backpack that you carry every day. And imagine that backpack, it's full of your beliefs, your thoughts, your stories you tell yourself. And depending what's in the backpack, it can sometimes feel very heavy to carry, especially if you're carrying around a lot of negative stories or limiting beliefs in there. But when you start to explore your mindset, you can actually start to dump out some of the things that no longer serve you or you don't believe in anymore. And, you know, you might even repack things differently. And then when you start to build up some mindset tools, whether it's journaling or meditation or mantras, it's almost like you can put that backpack on wheels and actually glide along in your life. Now, it doesn't mean the wheels in the backpack won't get caught every now and again, or you might need to do a little declutter if you outgrow certain beliefs. But it does mean that life can feel a lot easier and lighter. Now, coming back to this kind of reactive behavior that a lot of us can get stuck in, the next obvious question is, how do I change this so that I don't keep snapping at people? If I want to change this subconscious habit, how do I go about it? So the first step is to notice when you are in reactive mode. And it's even better if you can notice it building up, but that might not be the case at the start for everyone. So just noticing how does your body feel? Notice the stories that might pop into your mind. And we don't want to judge. We just want to observe and just get a little bit curious. Because often we don't even know that we have stories running through our mind. I like to say it's a bit like a radio station playing very low in the background. You know when like the radio is playing low maybe in the kitchen and you're kind of like, what song is that? I can't really figure it out. And when you start to focus on it or, you know, hone in on it or turn the volume up, you actually realize what you're filling your mind with. And it's the same in this mindset space. I was really conscious of some of my conflict patterns and in particular my reactiveness when frustrated. So I knew when I started this current relationship that I'm in that that was something I wanted to work on. There's this whole persona in society about the nagging wife and it's totally acceptable. If anything, it's nearly an identity. You know, you're meant to be this nagging woman. And I was like, no, I want to change this. I want to, you know, really actively work on this in my relationship so I can be a better person in it. But even with that awareness, it really surprised me how old habits, they just die hard. So just for an example, one evening I was having a little rant about something to my partner and I can't even remember what it was about now, but I remember I made a statement which he agreed with, but I reacted to him 
as if he had disagreed with me. I didn't even notice. He had to pull me up on it and was like, why are you being snappy? I'm agreeing with you. And I was stunned because my subconscious mind already had a story in there that said he was going to disagree with me. And it was like I was waiting for him to trip up. I wasn't even consciously listening to him. And I was blown away. And I remember standing in the kitchen and being like, wow, isn't that mad? Like, that's so interesting. That's where my mind went. Now, my other half wasn't as fascinated by my bratty behavior. But the moral of the story here is that there is real power in noticing it. That's our very first step. The next step is to breathe. And it sounds really obvious, but when we feel that wave of frustration, I sometimes say it feels like a fizzy energy, you know, bubbling up through you. There is amazing power in just slowing down your breath because you want to calm your nervous system before it's about to go into fight or flight. And you want to just almost like activate that conscious part of the mind. You might even want to say a mantra or a word. And you also, I like to imagine that frustration is seeping out of my body. And I'll often ask myself, what am I feeling right now? Is there a physical need? You know, what does my body need? And then I'll express that and say something like, you know, I'm really sorry. I'm just feeling a bit flat or tired. Can we come back to it in a bit? I'll be happy to chat then once I've had a shower or a walk or had something to eat, whatever it might be. Step three then is honoring what your body has told you, whether it's the walk or a shower or just five minutes to yourself. Um, I'm a really big believer in writing down my feelings and it helps me get clarity. It can be as simple as finishing this sentence, right now I am feeling, and write it out 10 times and try to finish it each sentence in 10 different ways. And it's amazing what that brings to the surface. Because initially you'll write down, we'll say, for example, if we take the dishwasher example, you'll say, right now I'm feeling annoyed because the dishwasher isn't done. And as you start to force yourself to keep writing different ways of expressing what you're feeling, the real core issue will come up to the surface. And then step four is to come back and share with this person and explain what it is you are feeling and needing right now. And explaining, you know, it just gives a sense of connection in that relationship that you're able to come back around when that kind of fire has bubbled up within you. So let's just summarize that again. Number one, notice it. Number two, breathe into it. Number three, honor yourself, whether that's a walk or a shower or a journal. And number four, share it. The amazing thing about starting a practice like this is that you're training your mind to recognize these frustrations as a signal from your body and not the other person. And you're now allowing your body to work through them instead of allowing these heightened emotions to hijack your entire day. Like there's nothing worse than being annoyed all evening about a dishwasher when that's not even really the core issue. So before we wrap up today's episode, I'd like us just to take a moment now to tune into our body. And let's just collectively take some nice, slow breaths. Because perhaps you have some frustration from earlier in the day floating around your body. So let's just stop. Wherever you are, maybe you're in your car listening to this, maybe you're out for a walk, maybe you're in the kitchen, maybe you're just potting around in your own bedroom. Just if you can, stop where you are and take three slow, deep breaths. 
and just ask yourself, like, how am I traveling today? And you might feel and notice that there's even maybe a tightness in your body, in your shoulders or your neck. And even a little stretch can just help the body come back into this present moment. And just slowly take those three breaths and just know you're doing great. You got this. Just keep showing up and doing your best. And with that, friends, until next time, keep it real. Bye.